Welcome to Talking Shift. This is where we take the woo-woo out of your awakening process. We're gonna get real on what the ascension is. I'm Diamond No, I'm your host. I'm a generational psychic, I'm a starseed, I'm a master manifester, I'm an ascension advisor. I've been teaching the science behind your awakening process for over 20 years now. We teach it across this globe. We're gonna talk about healing, We're going to talk about sex. We're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about relationships. We're going to talk about the relationship with your body, your soul, your emotions, your inner child. And we're going to do everything in our power to help you shift into your highest timeline. Hey, gang. All right. I'm going to shoot from the hip today and talk a little bit about the Ascension journey and some of the symptoms that we're experiencing and really how to navigate that. We we are in some really heavy timelines, like hardcore timelines, where everything just seems up in the air and we're bouncing between absolutely inspired and euphoric energy and like, yeah, this is so good. I love my life into what is the actual fucking point? Um, and I'm seeing that across the board, right? So I have the honor of helping souls across our planet. So planet, globe, flat earth, whatever you believe it is, I'll share my opinion on another day. But we, I get to work with people all over the place, right? So I'm seeing this across our earth. I'm seeing this in many countries, in many age categories, and in many levels of the awakening process. So just shooting from the hip of what I'm seeing, what we're experiencing, and then I'm going to sort of get a little bit more structured, but I'm very open to what questions do you want answered? I don't know everything, but I know I have quite a bit of knowledge and awareness. I've been teaching this for two decades, over two decades. So I can share as much as I know. I can share as much as I can support my own students with. So if you have a topic, a question, anything specific. There's no stupid questions. I absolutely want to be of service. And that's my whole intention with doing this. So let's jump into it, shall we? Our awakening journey. Okay. This is where it gets a little bit confusing and there's a lot of information out there. So I'm going to start with fourth dimensional consciousness. Yes. Consciousness. We are moving through, I believe it's science. I work from the understanding and awareness of quantum physics, quantum mechanics, quantum entanglement, and the power of 369, which is attached to quantum entanglement. So this is what I've been teaching for a long time. There's a shit ton of information, a shit ton, like all of my life's work is in the program Fully Awaken and Ascend. You can find that at diamondo.com. Those are my retreats that have been recorded and put into an actual program that's just easy to move through, but it's not really hard. It's a lot of intense information. So I'm going to take some information from that, all the retreats that I've been teaching over the last decade, and try and bring it here. So consciousness, we hear a lot about the new earth. I'm putting that in quotations, new earth or 5D. It is not a separation of our planet. It is not a different world where you're not going to see your 3D loved ones. It is a state or is it a perception of how you are functioning through the level of consciousness that you have expanded or ascended into along your own evolution. I believe that spirituality is just evolution. Fourth dimensional consciousness is the most exciting phase. It really truly is. This is when we wake up. This is when we start to understand 
oneness, we don't embody it yet, but we become very aware of it. So I liken it to this, a man and a woman come together, choose to make a baby together, and they go through the journey of pregnancy, delivery, and having a baby. Fourth dimensional consciousness is the same as the husband's role or the man's role in participating in this woman's pregnancy. So he has knowledge of, he knows what to expect. He can give advice to their friends or his sister or whoever, right? He can give knowledge. He's got knowledge of it, but he doesn't actually know. He wasn't pregnant. He didn't give birth. He didn't nurse a baby, did grow a baby, all of those things. He has a tremendous amount of knowledge of it. And that's what fourth dimensional consciousness is. It is the knowledge phase. It is exciting. It is really exciting. You start to connect into your angelic realm. You start to connect into what many of the fourth dimensional people call ascended masters. No one's your fucking master. Don't put your energy outside yourself. They're guides. They're actually just extended family and extended versions of your consciousness. So they're not masters. I want you to drop that right away, okay? That's totally putting your power aside of yourself. In fourth dimensional consciousness, the other thing I see, which is a little bit of a trigger, I'm not going to lie, it triggers me, is people saying, trust the universe. Tell the universe. The universe will provide. I believe in the universe. Again, this is putting your power outside of yourself. You are consciousness. You are the universe experiencing physical manifestation. To put it as simply as I can, that's what it is. The universal law of divine oneness. I have an entire beautiful analogy on this called the sea of consciousness that is in the program Fully Awaken and Ascent. But the sum of it is how to embody the universal law of divine oneness. When we do that, which is the hardest universal law to master, the hardest one, then all of a sudden we birth through into fifth dimensional consciousness. A lot of fourth dimensional people, souls, energy, humans, think they're in 5D. They truly believe it because it's so exhilarating. It's so exciting. Fifth, like fourth dimensional consciousness is a wild first time at an amusement park. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. But our egos are still in battle of the desire to be important. And this is going to trigger some of you. Fourth dimensional consciousness, you are still trying to be important. You are trying to be a spiritual entrepreneur often, or you become a breath facilitator, breathwork facilitator, a um, Reiki healer, or an, you're reading cards on TikTok, like they're wildfire there's still a subconscious drive to be important. It is subconscious. It is not known that this is what's happening. Our whole life, by the way, up until fifth dimensional consciousness, all we want is to be seen. That's our role here in being human. I want to be seen so I know I'm safe and I know I'm secure. And this is the little trap that we find in fourth dimensional consciousness where we're still functioning from, I want to be seen. And you do, you gain a lot of knowledge in fourth dimensional consciousness. And we all do it very differently. There's no right or wrong, but there is a drive to be important. So if you flip through social media, you can pick out 40, 100%. You can pick out 40. Often you'll see women owning their sovereignty 
or their queenship or really pushing being vegan or vegetarian or really anti things um all about preaching unity and acceptance which is beautiful like please never stop doing that um but it, they're they're shouting from the rooftops they're like look at me with my cards look at me standing on the beach in a gown look at me with my analogies there's a couple of <laughs> really beautiful souls that they don't realize their egos are so huge there's one on tiktok i'm not going to say his name but I can't even, I'm still human. I'm going to get triggered. Okay. That's okay. You're allowed to get triggered. Let me just say that first. But this strong hidden ego to share and push and claim their uniqueness is the opposite of the universal law of divine oneness. So there's a little, there's a few little snares in 4D. The beautiful standing on the beach in your gown and, and like, it's all beautiful. It's angelic to me. And a lot of Palladians are still in 4D um, because that's the vibe for them right now. It's very loving. So I'm not judging 4D by any means. I truly think it's the most delicious experience. It is absolutely amazing and divine. But again, it's the same as a a male partner with a female partner going through the knowledge of pregnancy, not the actual awareness. Okay. So there's that third dimensional consciousness, our 3d world. We already know what that is. That's right. Wrong. Nine to five, do the grind, obey the laws, please obey the laws. I'm not saying rebel. <laughs> Let's just be clear. Um, but it's that like right and wrong, still very faith driven. Um, very, very stubborn, very closed minded fourth dimensional you start to and there is a big variance in 4d when we're in fourth dimensional consciousness we also will have several nights of what they call the dark night of the soul you'll have several of those there's not just one there's many and i know i hate to burst your bubble because as humans we want so bad to experience elation freedom joy pleasure that we really struggle and resist the hard times we get really really bent out of shape over the dark night of the soul my dark night of the soul, um, I had many, many. And again, I went through this journey well before it was even talked about. When I went through it, I was alone. I was very isolated and alone with it. I thought I was going crazy, to be honest. I thought I was losing my mind. I thought I was schizophrenic. I thought I I was just mentally crazy. I I was like, I have lost my mind. Like something's wrong with me. Um, a lot of ups and downs and many dark moments, lots of really facing my shadows. And then the dark night of the soul, I went through a very narcissistic, abusive relationship romantically, if you could even put the word romance in there. But anyway, um, and I remember this pivotal moment of falling to my knees on the side of my bed with my hand in my face sobbing, wailing. I don't know if I've ever cried that loud. And I had two teenage children at the time or young preteen children. And I wanted to, you know, tie some rocks to my feet and throw myself in the river. Basically, I didn't want to do it anymore. And I had this moment of wailing, praying. I prayed to every God. I prayed to every galactic and I prayed to every possible thing that I could to just get a moment of relief 
it was hard. And it shifted very slowly, very slowly. It took about four months after that moment before I realized what had happened. And then I was like, oh, this is part of the journey. Are you freaking kidding me? Like, this is bullshit. Um, but I made it through and then rapidly started changing. Now, in the Power 369, Nikola Tesla has this map or this download. Um, it's a diagram. You can look it up. I've got it in our program. But it actually shows on there the evolution of three, four, five, six, seven, eighth dimensional consciousness. And there is a birthing canal. And this is why the dark night of the soul hurts so bad. It is like a birthing canal. It is a rebirth, for lack of better terminology. But it is a tight, intense energy that we have to push ourselves through. And it does feel like, like being born again. Not that I'm in any faith, just to clear that up, but we push into, we birth into fifth dimensional consciousness. And that's why we have this intense dark night of the soul. Once we move into fifth dimensional consciousness, it's not that you've arrived. Oh, hell no. All of a sudden, it's like being pregnant for the first time or getting kicked in the balls for the first time or having your first orgasm for the first time, experiencing something so unknown that it's, it, it takes everything from you, it feels like. And then you have to experience like, wait a minute, like, how do I find my feet here? Like, how do I land here? How do I experience this here? And that's when things really speed up and you'll get a lot of connection into your ascended energy. Whether you believe in being a starseed, um, I do, not everybody does. Whether you believe in future self or the matrix that everyone's talking about, I'll do a video on that another day because um, there is a way to morph it. It is in a way a matrix. Um, but you get birthed into this newness and you're starting all over again with a different lens, a different perspective. And so fifth dimensional consciousness is a little bit of a ride. It's up and down. You're going to have down moments. You're going to have really high moments. You're going to be captivated. You're going to question if you're doing it wrong. You're going to be like, am I, am I doing this backwards? Like, I don't feel my meditations the same way. Like what is happening? Um, so it's this really incredible experience. And then shifting out of fifth dimensional consciousness, yeah, everything ripped away from you. So, you know, the example of Job in the Bible, I don't, doesn't even matter. The example of Job in the Bible is he loses absolutely everything only to gain it back tenfold. I truly believe that that's an example, a metaphor for moving from fifth to sixth dimensional consciousness. Everything falls away. Absolutely everything falls away. You don't know where you belong. You have no clue where you want to live on the earth. You have no, and you do, you move. You're like, oh, I'm going to go try this. I'm going to try this. Often you reinvent yourself slightly. Um, cause it's like your, everything gets taken away so that you can figure out what's, what's the organic piece of me, what's this authentic universal piece. And you really understand your ego. The fifth dimensional consciousness is all about navigating your ego. Fourth dimensional consciousness, you will hear people say, shun the ego or ego death. Your ego never dies. Your ego is your human operating mechanism. It is responsible for your personality. It is it is responsible for how you bring your purpose, your sole purpose to the planet, to the earth. 
It is responsible for the way you laugh, what makes you laugh. It is responsible for your preferences, what brings you pleasure. Your ego is a gift. It The part that dies is this innate desire to survive. It's a survival mechanism. And it will shift into a thriving mechanism when you hit six-dimensional consciousness. In fifth, it's wishy-washy. It's kind of up and down. You have more moments of pure elation, awake, and joy, and pleasure, and all those things, and moments of anxiousness, fear, depression, frustration. Moments, not days, not weeks, not months, moments. Sometimes a couple hours, not that bad. Sometimes a couple hours, a couple of times a day, but that's as bad as it gets. And as you move into sixth dimensional consciousness, you can play between um, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. You can you can navigate the scale. You can play in it. It's not like you're solidified there. You get to play. You get to move about. And so you have, as you move about these levels, as you play in these different experiences, you have the innate wisdom. You have all of the awareness. You are using all 12 universal laws. You understand them. You've embodied them. It's like you've had... I don't know, a dozen pregnancies. And you're like, okay, I've got this, no problem. My body knows what to do. My mind knows what to do. My heart knows what to do. This is instinctual for me at this point. So when I say you get to play in the scale, you can reside in and around fifth dimensional consciousness, no problem. You can go and hang out with fourth dimensional consciousness and be like, oh, that's really sweet. Like, I remember that. That's really exciting. You can go into third dimensional consciousness, but you won't work there. You won't reside there. You, you'll do what you got to do, but that's it. When you're in sixth dimensional consciousness, you are fully in soul purpose as well. So, and you don't care about money anymore, by the way. All desire for money, you're like, nah, I don't care. You have no desire for purchasing things or you're just like, oh, my needs and my requirements are always met. That doesn't mean that you lead a humble life in the woods kind of life. You just know if you desire something, it's already yours. So if you desire that trip or that experience, it's there for you. It happens, it aligns, and you don't have to stress about how. So money kind of falls to the wayside. You don't really think about it anymore. So hopefully that's helpful. That's the start. So let's start with all of that. And then I'm going to continue to expand on. But again, hit me up with your comments. Let me know what you're feeling, what questions you have. I don't care where you reside. I love you tremendously, tremendously. And I mean this with all the love in the world. I don't give two shits if you think you're in four or five dimensional consciousness because it doesn't matter. It absolutely doesn't matter. You will arrive where you're meant to arrive based on how you're aligning. And it's not a competition. And your life isn't oh so good because you're in fifth or sixth dimensional consciousness. It's not a competition. It is simply a state of being. It is a perception. It is a way that you use energy for your life experience. And they're all wonderful in their own unique way. So it's not a competition. You don't need validation that you're in fifth or fourth. If you're seeking validation that you're in fifth, then you are in fourth. I'll tell you that right now. The fourth dimensional consciousness, you have no idea where you are <laughs> because it's such an overload. And it, like I said, it is the most exhilarating experience ever. So enjoy it. Don't rush it. Don't force it. Don't push it. Just allow whatever is meant for you in this moment, whatever you are aligned with, whatever you're creating to just be reflected through the law of correspondence. Everything is a reflection. 
of your internal state of being. And just be curious. That's all. Curiosity, best vibration to be in. All right. I'll talk to you next time.